0: What you're about to listen to is a Bri-Fi production. Hey everybody and welcome back book reviews. and the BriFi Podcast. I'm your host, BriFi, your comics guy, and I'm not happy <laughs> today. I am quite upset, and I—that's—it's uh, really going to take up most of the episode, my, uh, my feelings, because I everything that I thought I was going to talk about today has gone out the window that just straight out the window while I'm driving down the highway at a million miles an hour and I just yeeted it because I'm so upset. Like that's the kind of day I'm having and so yeah, we'll get into that and um, so yeah that's kind of what's in store for the episode today. I I don't even know if I'm going to review anything, We'll, we'll see how I feel by the end of my small rant. Before we get into that, let's talk about some things that make me happy. Let's talk about Comic Palooza uh, coming to Houston, Texas at the George R. Brown Convention Center May 26th through the 28th. I'm wicked as excited for this uh, event. Uh, I haven't been to a convention in like four years, so I am more than stoked to be going to Comic Palooza this year and getting the chance to be a part of the podcast partnership program again has been a dream come true and getting to see all my friends. Uh, all my podcast friends from back then and getting to hang out with them again. I am super excited for that and I can't wait. And I can't wait to record from the convention and have tons of fun and stuff. But one of the big things that I'm always super excited for every year, no matter what, is Artist Alley. Uh, If you guys don't go to conventions too much and aren't uh, really sure what I'm talking about, Artist Alley is the area of the convention floor where all of the artists are all, all like the comic creators, artists, drawers, designers, everything. They have uh, all their booths set up in one section and it's just a fantastic time to get to visit all of those people and see the artwork that they do and just get to talk to them like that. That's always been one of my favorite parts and Cause these people you know they're the ones they're on the trenches man they're they're getting it they're some most of them are working a nine to five while trying to do this hobby and trying to either make it big or just do what they love and that's why i enjoy so much getting to talk to them because that's what i do with the podcast man i like yeah uh, you know i have to work a real job but I, I well man one day if this thing turned into its own thing and i i could stop doing my nine to five and just do this full time that would be freaking amazing very doubtful but very amazing <laughs> and so uh, it's great because you know they have prints they have other art things and then sometimes if you're lucky they'll sell original artwork and that's always my favorite getting original type artwork are uh, oh man watercolors if I can find an artist who does watercolors I am smitten because that is what I want like that is the thing that I want hanging in my room for display for all to see and so that's why I love Artist Alley because I'm just trying to look for that that priceless piece that, well, they've obviously set a price for it, but for me, it's priceless. <laughs> so yeah, Comic Palooza, May 26th through the 28th. That's a Friday through a Sunday, George R. Brown Convention Center, downtown Houston, Texas. Not only is the convention great, but there's tons of great food and tons of just there's a green park right next to it which is great for cosplay pictures and other things so uh definitely come on out come say hi uh saturday may 27th at 3 p.m i will be on the main stage floor at the podcast booth doing a live show so come say hi and maybe get on the mic will you i have something i have now a plan can't tell you my plan now i'll reveal it next week uh, what we're gonna do on the convention floor, so hopefully, you enjoy it, and hopefully, I enjoy it. Well, I know I'm gonna enjoy it anyway, but yeah, so that's it for Comic Palooza. Let's get in to the nifty nerd news. All right, guys, today for the nifty nerd news, I got a bone to pick with Marvel Comics because. It has been revealed, and I was on Reddit. Like I came across this news before it was like an actual news article. In fact, I was gonna. I think I even posted about it before I saw actual news outlets start talking about it. So I, I broke this. I didn't break this news first. Whoever posted it on Reddit broke the news first. But I feel like I was the first one talking about it on Twitter before anyone else picked it up, and so. In the Reddit post, it was uh, revealed in huge spoiler alerts. I have massive spoiler alerts if you read comics and especially if you're reading Spider-Man and you know what's going on with the current uh, Spider-Man comic. So just to let you know. So if you don't want spoilers for any of that, you're going to have to just stop. You're going to have to turn around and go somewhere else because... The next however many minutes is not for you. <laughs> but uh, the writer Zeb Wells, who I think has been doing a pretty good job, I've really enjoyed his Spider-Man run so far that I've read, and I read over on Marvel Unlimited. So, you know, I'm a, I'm a bit further back than the paper issues, which is what we're gonna discuss today. And so, one, I'm upset because a huge spoiler, and two, I'm very upset because they killed a character that I am very fond of. I would argue they are my absolute favorite character in all of Marvel comics. So to find out that they killed this person, I am very, 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 very upset. But anywho, writer Zeb Wells, and like I said, I've enjoyed his run so far. It's been nice and neat, and it's been interesting where they've placed Peter Parker like in his story and where things are at so him and mary j are on the outs something that happened Um, this issue are through reading the reddit post i discovered what actually happened between peter and mj and why she is now with a guy named paul and paul has kids and she's like really she's a part of their life she is a family woman now and i won't get into i won't reveal that because you know that that, that, that there's got to be some secrets right we're upset though so let, let, stop com, stop explaining things um so also what's been going on like Norman Osborne has pretty much turned to the side of good now uh as the golden goblin I believe is what he's known as and yeah he through things that have been happening with I think Nick Spencer's run um Norman Osborn was basically purged of all his past sins and all his past evil like thinking. So now he's like a good guy, Norman Osborn, who's trying to do better, I think. And that's how it's going in the comic books. Uh, And Peter is now working under Norman Osborn as a scientist and you know, so his life isn't that miserable anymore. He's got a pretty decent job. He's got a lab and he's got a crew and one of those members of the crew is Kamala Khan, who is Miss Marvel, who I don't know if Peter knows who she is, and I'm not sure if she knows who Peter is, but you know, Miss Marvel, one of my favorite characters, my favorite Marvel character, and the person behind why I am very, very upset. Because in the recent issue, issue number 26, which I believe should be out today, if I'm not mistaken, they kill Miss Marvel in the fucking comic and i i I just don't even know why just why one she is arguably one of the greatest characters you've ever created doing very well i know currently she does not have her own book but she is fan-fucking-tastic she is adorable she is every bit a part of us as we are a part of her as in like she is She's one of us. She nerds out about superheroes, geek stuff, and is just fun and loving and has a beautiful family and has friends. And you decide, Zeb Wells, to kill her off, not even in her own comic book. You, as a side character in your deranged Spider-Man story, you have decided to kill off my favorite character, and I am upset. I, I I just, ugh, I can't believe it. Like, it just, why? Why, why, why? Was it even meaningful? Like, that's the thing. I don't know how, how impactful it was. All I know is that, well, obviously Peter's upset because I could see in the panels that was revealed to us, Peter's not happy about it. He is upset about it. And that's good. He should be. Because Ms. Marvel is arguably this generation's are like... You know the new generation of comics spider-man like the way she came up the way she was introduced is just like and felt very much like when peter parker was first brought into the comics world when spider-man was first introduced and so there was tons of similarities there's tons of people talking about how similar they were and how popular they both were and zeb wells you killed her <laughs> god damn it <laughs> Uh, but, so, I'm trying to c- talk myself off the ledge. Like, there are things in play that, like, are, are bringing me back. Like, I'm not losing my shit too much. So, here's the thing. Fourth wall breaking behind the scenes. Zeb Wells not only is a writer on Spider-Man, but he happens to be a writer on the Marvel's movie, which features, spoiler alert, Kamala Khan, um, Miss Marvel, Captain Marvel, and uh, Monica Rambeau, whose superhero name, I'm not sure what they're gonna go with. Is it gonna be Spectrum? Is it just gonna be another Miss Marvel? Who knows? But so he is not only a writer for the comic, he's a writer for this movie, and obviously he's killing off a character in the comic that he is definitely writing in the movie. So. Maybe, just maybe, there's actual plans for this. And we all know with comics, not everyone stays dead. Hell, even Uncle Ben, who's famously just known for dying because that's what Uncle Ben does, has come back in some iteration of comics. So he's not even dead. Like, no one ever truly stays dead in Marvel Comics. So I know Miss Marvel will be back. I know Kamala Khan will be back, however, Doesn't make it any less painful that you you did this and also like maybe I should wear it as a badge of honor because you know any staple of a great comic book character is them dying like you know that like that's what happens in comics and that's how you know your characters truly made it they're like whoa 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 we have to kill this person off and then bring them back in an even more popular fashion. And so, like, I should wear it as a badge of honor, right? Like, I should be happy. I'm not, but I should be. (laughs) Hell, they put this poor girl in a coma, and then now they're killing her. Well, she didn't die because she was in the coma. Like, she was in a coma for things that happened in the Champions, came back, and now they killed her. So, like, I'm fucking pissed. But, anyway. So, there's also, in the comic books, a way to bring people back from the dead, and it's using the mutants. Um, I forget, it's like Krakoa or something like that. It's like a group of five mutants, uh, and I'm really not 100% on this, but this is kind of just something I, I think I remember reading. It's like a group of five mutants, and it was a way that was created by Professor Xavier, maybe, where they can somehow not reincarnate but bring back people or mutants from the dead and the reason why that's kind of important is because if you remember in the Marvel's movie or not the movie but in the Miss Marvel TV show so in the Marvel Cinematic Universe it is alluded that Kamala Khan is part mutant that that she is a mutant not she doesn't have inhuman powers she has mutant powers Mm -hmm. So this might be Marvel's weird way of kind of call, kind of streamlining their movies and their comics. So bringing back Miss Marvel the way of mutants versus inhumans because it seems like you know Inhumans are kind of in a way, it almost feels like they're getting phased out. Um, I know there's a big inhuman storyline and trying to, and that was like way back when I was kind of first reading comic books, but that's kind of pushed back This, In fact, I don't even know what Black Bolt's doing anymore. I don't know what Medusa's up to. What the hell is Lockjaw even doing? Like, those are famous Inhumans that I know about, and that's it. (laughs) Um, So maybe this is, like, their way of trying to bring these storylines and bring these characters... To more resemble the ones that you see in the movies, maybe that's what they're trying to do. I don't know. I'm just upset because you killed off my girl. How dare you? <laughs> but okay, that, that's pretty much for my rant. Like, I think talking about those things has helped talk to, talk to myself down from the ledge. But it didn't hurt. I mean, it didn't make it hurt any less. Like seeing that, like the Reddit post. And I I knew, like, it was grayed out. It's had spoilers on it, and it was for Amazing Spider-Man. I figured it was going to be Mary Jane. I figured it was going to be, like, J. Jonah Jameson. Maybe even Norman Osborn, because, you know, he can't be good. You can't let him be good forever. So you're going to have to kill him. But I just, I, Kamala, why? Why would you kill my girl like that? Like, why would you do that? What is wrong with you, Marvel? (sighs) Upset not happy but i know it just means they have plans for her in the future like and marvel and they're like like you know they put out future ads to get people excited for future comics they've put out a bunch of classified comics that they're not revealing who the character is or what the title of the book is so maybe this is Miss Marvel's books Like maybe this is the What the classified stuff is And it's gonna be like Some crazy like The death of Miss Marvel Or like Miss Mar- Marvel Resurrection Or something like that I don't know But Yeah man That's that, That's pretty much it <laughs> that, That's all the nifty nerd news Was gonna talk about Hell that might be All the podcast talks about Cause I might not just I don't think I have the energy Or the The patience Maybe I just need to Break away From the podcast For a little bit and then uh, think about what's happened <laughs> and come back and record some more. I don't know. But that's it for the Nifty Nerd News, guys. Uh, we will uh, take, a, take a break right here. All right, guys. Welcome back to the Bry fi Podcast. And, well, I've thought it over. I was just going to end the episode on that rant because I was upset, but that was this morning. I've had a whole day to think about it, <laughs> and now here, 6.30 in the afternoon, I can, I, I'm can—I finally okay to talk about something else. To, to be in a better mood, because I am in a better mood, because I'm going home, and that puts me in a good mood. But we're gonna talk about some video games because I've got some new ones. I got some on the plate, and I've got some old games that have some new twists to them that I've been kind of excited about. So we'll talk about that, and then we'll get out of your hair for the the rest of the week, and hopefully you enjoy your weekend. But uh, up first, want to talk about? I don't know if I have. So I've had like this resurgence of playing Halo Infinite, the multiplayer, uh, just recently. Well, I say recently; it's probably a few months ago, maybe two months ago they've uh kind of reamped the uh, the multiplayer experience added some new game modes uh, a lot of creator or like uh user created maps that have been like highly popular have been thrown into the mix and like some are like some old school maps that i remember playing like from the halo two days and stuff like that which were a lot of fun and um, they've also added a new weapon which was kind of cool it's uh like a, a not a marksman rifle uh, or what would you call it designated marksman rifle uh, something that single shot or like semi-automatic a little powerful but doesn't have a big scope on it so it's kind of nice man it, it's it's stronger than the commando rifle from halo which is like a kind of like an automatic sniper in a way but uh You know weaker bullets but uh this this gun man i can't even remember what it's called stronger stronger power uh more of a kick to it but uh not as good of a zoom so i I think it bounces out really well compared to all the other stuff and it's slowly i'm slowly getting used to this gun it's not my favorite yet but i'm starting to like get a feel for it and and see how it works and i'm slowly getting better at it so it's got me excited to keep playing the game and so that's been really fun um the other game that i've been playing is is a game that was recently re-released uh they rebooted it funny enough because it's called reboot uh it's advanced wars boot camp reboot camp and this is a reboot of a game that i loved playing on the game boy Advance. um when I say if there was one game other than Pokemon that was burning through all these AA batteries growing up, it was Advance Wars. Advance Wars is a turn-based strategy game, kind of like uh, like a like a war strategy game, and like I said, it's turn-based. You take turns moving your pieces throughout the board, and you try to defeat the other army, whether that's wiping them out, capturing their headquarters, or doing whatever objective a map has. Maybe you have to capture a certain building, maybe you have to survive for so many days uh, before like quote unquote reinforcements arrive and you win the match, like those kind of things. And it's terribly a lot of fun. Like it is one of the most fun games that I've ever played. And even now replaying it on the Nintendo Switch is it is just as much fun as i remember it growing up because like it's not it, it it's not difficult but it's definitely also challenging at the same time like and it, it itches that little brain of like playing chess and like it, it's it's just i just love it it is honestly my favorite game and it's still one of my favorite games because it just still does very well because, and, that, and that's the thing what I've really enjoyed, like coming back to this game and playing it now and having the memories of how I used to play the game and how now my strategy has changed or being more willing to try new things. Cause back then I just wanted to win as fast as possible. Now I get to have fun with it or like now I'm letting myself have fun with it and doing different things and learning from like my mistakes as a 10 year old I think i was 10 maybe i was a little older probably like 11 or 12. and like now like being like a full ass adult with big brain stuff doing all this stuff is it's just been enjoyable man the graphics are great they've updated the graphics which at first when i saw i wasn't too keen on but once you start playing the game it's not even so much about the graphics anymore you really just start enjoying playing the game because it It plays well. It's just, it's a proven concept that doesn't get boring. And that's what I like about it. Um, But man, like, and what's even great now, they've added online multiplayer. So now I can play with friends over the internet versus when you used to have to have a link cable or you would swap the system and you can still do that. So like, you don't need two Nintendo switches to play. You can still do the, you know, I do my turn then I hand it to the opponent and then they do their turn. Like so it's just great it's fantastic if you haven't checked out advanced wars i really really recommend it it's a lot of fun especially i I will say though getting advanced wars reboot camp is going to cost you a bit it is two games in one though you get advanced wars one and advanced wars two and um it just it costs like 60 dollars to get but i i promise you it is worth every penny of it man like i still i play the shit out of it and it's really holding me over for the next game that I'm about to start playing, uh, hopefully Friday, because I'll have some free time, so I'll probably start streaming, and it's a game I wanted to stream. So that's why I've been holding off, even though I've had it for this long, and that's Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. Uh, This game, of course I bought it the day it came out, went by, picked it up. I wanted a hard copy this time. Normally I get uh, digital downloads, but i have breath of the wild on a hard copy and i wanted this as a hard copy plus putting the cases up on a shelf or something makes me a little happy even though they're like tiny little baby cases but i wanted something to show off and having that made me really happy uh this game i am so excited for i I can't even begin to tell you how excited i am to play tears of the kingdom and it's not because it's going to be a great game and a lot of fun it's because of the ridiculous shit i've been watching people on TikTok build because this is basically i don't know if you've seen a game called scrap mechanic before but it's literally like you build the craziest machines and then just you know chaos ensues and that's what has been happening with uh legend of zelda tears of the kingdom is people have been abusing the hell out of the build mechanic in this game and it is fucking amazing people have been making flying machines like helicopters airplanes people have been making tanks because like one of the items you get are cannons and you get like lasers and you get fans and all kinds of shit and people have been going insane with the builds Uh, some dude built a mech a walking mech robot with cannon arms and laser eyes and like i it it and it shielded him from any other attacks coming from opponents. So, like, people have been going apeshit with this game, and I cannot wait. They've also been torturing the little uh, uh, Kokoro seeds. I can't remember what the dudes are called around the map. Like, you'd go to them, and they would give you, like, the whatever seeds so you can unlock things and stuff like that. I I don't know. I'm explaining that very poorly. But people have been torturing them (laughs) with all the death machines you can also create. Uh, with uh, the build mechanics. So I am super excited to play uh, the new Legend of Zelda game. I just wanted to wait until I could start streaming it for a bit, cause you know, I wanna stream some of the experience and have fun with it. And then maybe after I get into it a bit, then, you know, just start digging hard into it. But it's also tough because I really love playing uh, Advance Wars Bootcamp, but maybe that will be like my break game, the one that I do in between things. Because, you know, it's a little more chill. It's a little more relaxed. uh, And I can pull away from it, you know. I can pause my turn. I can pause the game and, like, step back from it. So maybe that's what I'll do with that. But we'll see. But this Friday, I plan on playing Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. So get ready for action. Um, And then the last thing I want to talk about is a game. One of my coworkers uh, reminded me about here recently this past week. Or was it? Well, recently. And that's Pocket Tanks. Uh, I don't know if you guys remember, Pocket Tanks was a flash game on the internet. It was uh, two tanks on one battlefield, like a 2D field, so kind of like, you know, Mario side-scroller. And One of the tanks is on, on the left, one of the tanks is on the right. You pick the angle that you want your tank turret to shoot at, and you pick the power behind the shot. And then you have a bunch of different types of bullets, or like ammunition that you can use that do all kinds of weird tricks and damages and like bells and whistles type stuff. And you just send volleys at each other. Like you want player one goes first, player two goes second. And you just sh- keep shooting back and forth and the player with the highest score wins. And, and I used to love playing this game as a kid. and in school this was like what we did anytime we weren't doing schoolwork. we were playing freaking pocket tanks dude i think i even played it in college on a laptop I, like i i clearly remember playing this game on a laptop but it was just i don't know man it was just the nostalgia of it and just the fun of not just playing against someone but having someone right next to you, you know like couch multiplayer and talking trash and laughing and like, it was, it was just fun, man. I, like, I haven't had that much fun playing a computer game in so much time. I mean, it was such, it's the simplest game, man. Pocket tanks was literally the easiest game to pick up, super easy to understand and fun. You know, I think the hardest part about it is trying to remember what all the different shots do and which ones are straight shots and which ones are lob shots or which ones, uh, will put dirt on people. Cause like that was something you could do. You could, uh, they had like a dirt shot or like a mud shot and it shot over and then it covered your opponent in dirt. And that's important because any shot you shoot when it hits dirt, it explodes. So they would damage themselves and they would lose points if they had points. So like it could be a good defensive strategy to cover your opponent and make him lose points why you're still safe because then he still got to shoot through the dirt so that way he has an open path to be able to shoot you so it, there's some strategy man there's there's some good strategy to this game but it was a lot of fun and my co-worker reminded me about this and it was just we had a blast man i think we've been playing it almost every day except for today today we we're really bowed up at work so that kind of sucked. like it sucks being busy but uh hopefully we got a easier day tomorrow so we can kick back and maybe have a few rounds And uh, enjoy some pocket tanks, man. But that's it, guys, for the podcast this week. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, We've been sitting in the car and talking on my little car, mic, And I know that's dangerous, but I like danger. That's what I do. But, uh, yeah, so hopefully you guys enjoyed this episode and enjoyed my rant and still upset with Marvel. And I'm starting to think about it again. I'm starting to get more upset. So we're gonna stop. We're gonna stop thinking about the bad things and think about going home, getting some dinner, seeing my family, and probably harassing my son because that's what I love, I love to like tickle him and make him laugh and cry because he's laughing so hard. Because that's the fun. Like that's the most fun you can have as a father now, right? Is like making your kids cry. <laughs> But anyway, that's all I got for you guys today. Don't forget Comic Palooza, May 26th through the 28th. Come see me May 27th, 3 p.m. on the main floor at the podcast table. I'll be there with some fun shit to do. Hopefully. I don't know. Maybe I'll just talk. We'll see. Maybe I'll try to do a stand-up act and tell some really lame jokes because, I mean, hell, it's literally open mic night for podcasts all day, all weekend. But that's it for the show. We'll see you guys next week. Right, fire out.